system activate. Have you heard the joke about the one time a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio and made a podcast? The podcast of Omaha, Nebraska, with hosts Elliot W. Harris and Pete Smith. This is a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio. System activated. Elliot. Yes, sir. We're not at the hot box. No, we're not. It's fall time. I'm super excited because this is the first time. Well, excuse me. It's the second time. I believe there was a party thrown for you. I, that's what a I was party told. Party thrown in your honor. That's what I was told. So Didn't I mean, show up. Yeah. we. I spent like 300 bucks on food and drink for that, too. I doubt that, but <laughs> no, actually back up. I don't doubt that. We can I think. pull my wife in here. I bought this bottle. I said, Elliot loves... Elliot loves a refined whiskey. I do. And this is a big bottle, too. Talk about this bottle right quick. So, I got, you know, I've got a, my man likes a good whiskey. I'm from the South. I said, I've got to hook my man up. My man's having a party, party for my man at my house that he didn't show up to, by the way. <laughs> so, I went out, you know, bought some meat, cooked all day, didn't show up. And then I got this bottle of bullet bourbon. Here for him. I apologize about the party. Once again, you guys heard about it in the last mm-hmm. podcast. And in this podcast, I'm apologizing about the party again. But I'm pretty sure if I was there, I would probably have been able to witness you probably drop something on your carpet. And if you dropped it on your carpet... So, I'm- interesting story. <laughs> you might not have noticed, but my carpet's actually freshly clean. Freshly clean. It was crispy. I had to ask when I came in the house. And obviously, if you just heard me say that, you know where we're at right now. Recording live. Once again, or I guess not live by the time it gets to you. but Live. <laughs> live. Recording yesterday uh <laughs> but i am in the smith's house so definitely it's a very lovely home we're up somewhere. here in the office man this is this is the war room in the uh, alabama war room for sure roll tide all up in here man i see a bunch of uh, pictures of some old guys uh who, who's that guy behind you bear bryant he is like the winningest college football coach of all time and then we got nick saban who's one of the I think the second most national championships or something like that. Bear Bryant would maybe Bear maybe Nick has the most and Bear has the third most and um, Bobby Bowden has a second. I don't may, I could be wrong on that. Um, okay, but yeah, he was uh, one of the great Alabama coaches, debatably the greatest between he and Nick Saban. So we got them both. Got them both up, up here. There. And then we got uh, Trent Richardson up there who. Uh, he didn't win the Heisman, and a lot of people know him for kind of being a bust in the NFL. But he's up there. We got uh, Tyrone Prothrow for his famous catch that won the SB that year. Mm-hmm. We've got the block. And the block is a famous picture because we went on to win the national championship that year, but we had to beat Tennessee. And the way we beat Tennessee was by blocking a field goal to win with, like, no seconds left. And you got uh, NFL pro Julio Jones up there. Julio. Julio, man. Julio. We got Javier Arenas. Nice. We got... Uh, Rolando McLean, I think Roy Upchurch maybe is up there, but yes, we got a got a squad. My <clears throat> my dogs right there. Your dogs. It's like an actual like a, a painting of your dogs like you did that back in what first grade. My mom did that. Oh, okay. Well I'm sorry for that, yeah, uh, then, Mama Smith, but then, they look great. I love the paintings. Like these other paintings <laughs> these other paintings that look similar. There's a uh a school for like handicapped kids okay. near my parents' house and they had an auction. And uh, I bought some art from that, so I got like that giraffe and then that painting down there. You nice. can't see it back there, but I got a uh, Alabama um, painting that one of them did. The picture of my parents, us on our honeymoon. These uh, me and my buddies playing guitar in the Atlanta airport. Somebody took a picture of it, and then my friend drew it. 
Wow. That's one of the coolest pictures. I'm looking at it right now. Did somebody actually have a paper bag over their head? So, literally? So, here's the joke behind that. Uh, That's my buddy Clay. Clay also has his JD. It's uh, me, my buddy Justin, then Clay. And the way Clay's head was, every time he drew it, it kept looking like a goat. And Clay smiles all the time. So, he was just like, man, forget it. And that's what it is. And I love that picture. That's one of my prized possessions in life. Is that picture a great time? Like I love those two guys. When we get together, we have like literally the best of time. Super classy though. I mean, I like that it has a story behind it. Every picture in here has a story behind it. Uh, love the pictures that you have purchased um, that the handicapped kids have drawn. So the lady that <coughs> kind of does fundraising for that school, um, she's like real close with my family, and she's got a special needs son. And I've like oh, met, had some meetings with them and stuff, trying to come up with some creative ways that they can make money but I don't know like a lot of those people are like super inspirational to me Yeah. especially mm, there's a lot of times where I feel like I overlook my blessings because I'm just caught up in the grind and like hustle 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 Yes. and you know I don't stop and smell the flowers or appreciate what I have I just keep my head in a space of like I have to create I have to do better I have to make more and as an entrepreneur that's a great spot to be but you know particularly in probably in the last year I've kind of transitioned to more into like hey you're a happy person start enjoying these things because you know like me and you when I met with you and I said hey I want to travel less for work I want to get right. Omaha clients right and you said all right let's do it um, and then it went off from there. And I mean, dude, I mean, I got to thank you so much for as hard as Omaha's popped off on me since that. I mean, game changer. <clears throat> game changer on your part. I owe you a lot to you on that. But. No, I mean, we're friends and we're fam, you know, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Let's not get too sappy on that. But, I mean, for real, you've come a long way, and I'm glad to see you grind. And people need to know more about you because you really increase everybody's uh, – Excuse me, back up. You open the mental capillaries of <laughs> everyone that you get in front of. Seriously, if you don't know what that means, literally, look it up. I made that word up, but it's actually a real word. Two words put together, really. Mental capillaries? Mental. Obviously, you mental grind. And right, capillaries are what? You know? What, what capillaries? That's what your blood travels in, right? That's right, right? Yeah. So once you open that up, I mean, wow, this sky's the limit, man. It's like you're untapping from the matrix. Oh, yeah. But so, positive change, USA. Plug. The pictures, a lot of times, like, I got, I got those because... Um, I keep them in here because, like I said, this is the war room. And a lot of times, I mean, there was times in my company where I wasn't getting new clients. You know, early on, you're starting out, you get a web page out, you're trying to produce content, and the emails aren't coming. You know, I was talking to another entrepreneur. We're going to have her on in a little bit. But, you know, she was like, there was a time when I would just click refresh on my email waiting for business to come in. And I mean, that resonated with me so hard. So those are little reminders of like, you know, count your blessings. No matter how tough the work or week is, no matter how much you don't want to get up at 5.15 to work with a 6 a.m. client on the phone, like there are people that would kill for this opportunity. And that's what those are about. That's right. It's uh, roughly 7.38 right now at this current time frame that you're listening to this podcast uh, for us. But when I got here... In the PM. In the PM, that's right. Because uh, I definitely ain't getting up nose playing. I do get up that early. But when I came to uh, the Smith's house, uh, came in here, and uh, MK, uh, Pate's wife, answered the door with one of the kids in their hands. And he's like, Pate, you got somebody here. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What do you want? And he was on a phone call. 
uh, with one of his clients. In, and I'm not sure, where the, what was that client from? Or you don't have to tell who no, they were. Chicago, but Chicago. Yeah. All right, so they were still in our same time zone. But, I mean, literally, while you guys were getting off, you know, eating food and uh, having dinner with your family, you know, this guy's still out here grinding and still out here working. So, definitely, it's all about that. I got kids to feed, bro. Two of them, man. <laughs> two of them. That's right. He's up here in the office working, you know, doing uh, conference calls at that time frame. So, much love to him for doing that. And thank you for yeah, inviting got, the podcast actually, to the crib, uh, man. We actually got some morning spots some like morning phone spots open so um on tuesdays and wednesdays i have three spots open now i do like a miracle morning thing for some clients this is particularly great if you're in sales it's uh 30 minutes once a week it's great to kind of kick your day off so if you really want to start out hot the reason that's why it's great for sales it's really great for upper level management too if you deal with a lot of issues um you know in that morning time frame but I mean I, I give a discount for that because it's over the phone it's uh, I charge like right at 600 a quarter so 575 a quarter which versus my in-person coaching or my hourly coaching my miracle mornings are drastically less expensive you know per minute but yeah it's pretty effective for I think you'll be really surprised with your ROI and then if you look for um, people in your area that have similar ROI as I do, um, with you know some of the education that I do, they're going to be almost as much per two hours as I am a quarter. So yeah, I mean we definitely definitely hit me up, Pay to Positive Change USA. If you're a person that's a go getter and you think we'd be a good fit, yeah, I'd love to sit down and talk with you. So for sure, appreciate awesome. that shout out. All right, for sure, for sure, all day. And as you can kind of see by our tone, it definitely is the fall season. And what that also means for you, if you're a business-minded uh, individual, it's the fourth quarter. And this is the time frame. This is the time frame that you don't want to be sleeping. You definitely want to be getting prepared for uh, the first quarter, which is going to be the new year. And for you to jump into it right after you know Christmas or after literally the new year is the wrong thing to do. And so, you know, definitely take heed to what Pate's saying. Take heed to what I'm saying. Uh, we joke, we play around, we get kind of raunchy every now and then on some, some of our podcasts. But, uh, That's because you know, this is our time to kick it. It's our time to kick it. But this is how we do business. Seriously, guys. It's all fun and games now because it's our time to relax. But um, we are businessmen, true and true, you know. Uh, we Crack that open, man. Crack it open. Don't try to silence that can. Uh, we're having a good time right now. So um, definitely check paid out. Positive Change USA. The best thing about the internet is you control somebody without them knowing it. So definitely do your research. You know, Check them out. See everybody that he's touched. Uh, By the way, check out my LinkedIn because my re referrals for the amount of time I've been in business, nobody touches me. Exactly. How long have you been in business again? Uh, this is my fifth year, third, third, almost fourth year working for myself. So yeah. Awesome, awesome. So that was going to be a what it is right there and this was a shameless plug for my good guy Paige I appreciate Smith. it though man hey man it it's, it's about time to, <laughs> it's about time the folks that who don't know and who have not participated uh, in some of your great sessions or have been to some of your uh, you know your, your talks if you will oh, I mean yeah. if you like TED Talks dude Look up Pate G. Smith, Positive Change USA. Look him up now. Because Add him Snapchat because I'm just blasting info. I get, if you're a subscriber, not subscribe, if you're on my Snapchat, you probably get tired of the stuff I'm blasting if you're not one of my clients. But, I mean, I, I leave a client's office, and, I mean, that's when I've got inspiration. I, was, I just, like, I've got to get something out. And it might be, like, 10, 15 Snapchats in a row on, you know, the truth about branding or why your sales aren't increasing when you think they should or um, how your 
spending marketing dollars, but you're not getting <coughs> anything out of those marketing dollars, and you know where your shortcomings are lying and how you're looking at too short of a time frame. I've talked about all that stuff on my Snapchat. We don't want to get into it that type of stuff here because that's business. That's business. And but if you don't know now, you know that you uh, need to hit up Pay to Positive Change USA. That's right. You know very well who you are. Cue the music on that one. Uh, speaking of music, speaking man. of music, man, definitely like I said before, it's the fall time. Check out our other podcasts, but it is the cuffing season. We're talking about relationships here today. Also, what we're going to be talking about is music, new music coming out in the fourth quarter and next year as well. Uh, specifically, since I'm going to be biased and we're doing self plugs, we're going to talk about Make Believe Recordings, uh, my favorite spot to be all the time. Uh, I am the CFO of Make Believe Recordings, along with Keith Roger, the COO, and Rick Carson, the CEO. We have a bunch of artists. And I shouldn't say a bunch. We have an acute amount of artists going to be releasing music here in the new year. So we're going to be dropping some of their music here on the black guy and a white guy going to the studio. Uh, and what's going to happen is you're going to start to love it. You know why? Because literally we're going to pre- pretty much drip it on you all day. No, I'm serious. I definitely want your feedback on that. Go to our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Like us. Okay. Like us on the Facebook page. Uh, and check out some of the sound bites or full-length songs that we're going to be having from uh, local artists that will not be local for very long. Uh, I mean, saying Connie's Connie's uh, local, I mean, that's not for real. That's not for real. Dude's I, like in Mexico, West Coast. I mean, he just makes, he lives here. Yeah, he lives here, but I mean, he's not uh, bound uh, by Nebraska in the borders by any means. What you're hearing right now is one of the uh, hot tracks off of the La Maga album, Del Norte. It's one of the instrumentals done by S.M. Grimms, the producer off the La Maga album. Love this track right here. I actually played this track at a wedding during the cocktail hour. Watch uh, out. And it was killer. I mean, it set the vibe like boom, like none other. We were in Arbor City. I said Arbor City. Nebraska City. Uh, Arbor Day Lodge. And, you know, I played it during uh, just kind of the instrumental, which this is all the song is, is the instrumental. But I played it during the reception and uh, the bride came up to me and said, this is, this, what's this? This is hitting. She said it was lit because she's a young couple. But... I'm like, yeah, you like this? I'm like, this is off the Maga album, the Connie Franco. Go pick that up right now, girl. She loved it. And so I got a really great vibe from this wedding with a bunch of lawyers and uh, actual public officials and political officials there, you know, here in Nebraska, that they really love that whole vibe I set with just that song and everything around it. So I mean, that's what we're listening to right now. My babies loved it. Yeah? And they were inside my wife when they <laughs> That's right, they she did. They said they were kicking. That's right. We were at a listening party, and the babies were not even out. The twins were not even out. And they went to the La Maga listening party at the Hi-Fi house here in Omaha. And uh, it was a packed event. And, yeah, it was great. Kids in the belly can come. And there was no kids outside the belly. But, yeah, you could be prego and be there. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely check this uh, album out. It is on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on Amazon. You can find it on Apple Music as well. Also have the actual physical copy of the album, record. That's right, record, because those get played all day. And actually, the actual uh, sales of records has picked up in the last year. Uh, 2015 was one of the most highest-ranked time frames for record sales. Physical copies of records. Did you know that? I think I saw a Wall Street Journal article. Maybe it was Forbes. It's a big deal. Millennials are getting back into that. And you might think it's a hipster thing or whatever the case may be, but they're buying turntables. They're actually going out there and buying physical copies. They're going online and purchasing physical copies of artists, their albums. You know why? Don't think too hard about it. How does... How does records? How does that sound when you put that needle on that vinyl? I mean, it's like that crackle. Yeah. That warmth, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then it goes perfect with whiskey or whatever. You know, maybe a nice little fire going on. Uh, maybe you got, nice, your, you got shorty over. You shorty over. You're like, you, you sit in the leather chair. Hey, shorty. You know what time it is? And she's like, Nah. 
Let me tell you what time it is. It's time to put on that Lamaga album. Yes, right. Oh, I, I've never heard of the Lamaga album. Oh, you never heard of the Lamaga album? <laughs> I've got it on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that needle on there, it's crazy right there. So, only thing that sucks about it is once you get that shorty in bed, you gotta flip the side B. So, you gotta get it out of bed to actually flip the record over and then get nah, back in. Bro, into you it. just leave that. <laughs> 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 <I'm scared>. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? There, <laughs> Hours there, later. There are some people that are like 22 listening to this right now. Like, what's like, that noise sound They like? just turned the podcast off because they got no idea what we're talking about. No, they don't. They don't. So definitely check Lamaga out. Another hot album that we released. Bro, drop the track. Let's hear it. It's Oh, you know what I'm going to drop next? Because we just heard uh, Del Norte. Another one of my favorite tracks, which we have a video for as well. Half Stepper Kings. You ever watch Adult Swim? Oh, yeah. You do? Watch the Half Stepper Kings video. Go onto YouTube. If you guys don't, which I know y'all do, go onto YouTube, subscribe. Connie Franco, subscribe. Make believe recordings. Check out the Half Stepper King video. It's just like a bump off of Adult Swim, okay, which is on the Cartoon Network. Completely animated video, uh, and it just goes seamlessly with the lyrics on that actual album. So, Half Stepper Kings is one of my favorite, you know, besides Del Norte that we just talked about. One of my favorite on the album. So, listen to it right now. Let us know what you think. All right. More serious than that. It's more than a loose knit network. It is a conspiracy. A hundred verses on a dog's paw. Figure I get my comic back. Eating the meat behind the guard's jaw. Money don't mean shit to a deadbeat skeleton. Bag of blood. Harlem and Helen. Going to hell again. I'm here with a South Pole. Stall the rights to conjure the swellings. I'm selling the men. Eat a dick, bad boy. Or bag that bat in your back, boy. You're hungry than a rat in a race to eat the swift. One considerate shit. The rat in a race considerate tricks. And take your pick, picky. He or Vic, Vicky. One take, I'll make them all. Call the shot. Don't eat the fall. Fuck y'all, for a dead cat in a broomstick, a room of rats ruthless, walls filled with scratches, one mouth called to prove this, prove this ain't something true, dumb clocks bluffing fluke, giving the right, then they dance in the light like it's you, fuck out my way, I make a mandolin juke, me handle the bra to the handle of juice, deuce, and this is the truth, Bruce Willis and Bruce Lee's, even Vladimir, boy from Bosnia, who shoots threes, I'm off this shot, shot and double dutch hoopy coop, bitch, this is the most bougie loop, Who's doing the groove, dig, dude, be keeping the proofs fit. Fancy apple bitten by Angel Toothless. Now watch this Angel Toothless. Toodaloo to a doodles. Shot a brew. Dame's name spelled with noodles. And I'm the king caboodle. Garbage pale boy with the written to give him a noodle. Feasting on fresh fishy koodles. Now ask who go? Yo, who go with the vodka? Peace go from Cusco. Been on the pisos with the blockers. And once you think the doctor dictate dickhead on a god's dick weight, I've been said to push weight while I push lead. Now you motherfuckers can watch. Wash your little mouth while I wash your mouth down and show you what this art's all about. Fuck y'all, it's for a dead boy's soul swinging from the back of the porch. Blunted run, dreaming, teaming of running drugs before court. And mommy like, geez, honey, we need money, of course. But sonny, be careful, the piggies in the Kanye's with the torch. He doesn't care, cause he beats just beats when he walks. Tells the township and shouting, get down with rabbit dogs. And when he talks, he sees the sound of freshness it gives off. Boy's just a dreamer, don't get the beamer when he's on. Just a dreamer. Next up, we definitely have both. They got a new single that's happening. Again, these are all make believe recording artists. All things gonna be trumped up. Uh, she said Trump. My bad. Switch it up. <laughs> I just thinking about the man. I'm gonna vote for him so bad. He's like, go Trump. Make America great. Oh my goodness. 
everything's gonna be slated for the new year on this level. So new both singles out. Definitely check this out. It's called Flash Drive. And it's not two songs. It's all one song. Because you'll hear the middle part where the vibe switches up. Uh-huh. Still the same song. So I'm not trying to like creep on the song, but I hate on the song. But is this the song that's like, she only puts a file on my flash drive, flash drive, flash drive, late night when she needs my files. Is that that one? It's not that one. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Play. Okay, okay, I'm going to play it though. Don't ever do that again, by the way. I need right. it from the top. 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 Look inside my eyes and you start to realize The devil has been inside all the moons I've been alive Struggling to survive, eating chicken and high fries Kool-Aid and a biscuit just to get me back The moment I turn five, I start to visualize The demons fit up inside, exploding within my mind Run through space and time with my knowledge refined And my wisdom combined, I start to understand time Go get yours, cause I'm gon' get mine Some of y'all taking too much credit, so I gotta decline Y'all niggas smelling yourself, but I don't smell Boss too sloppy, y'all call y'all swine My nigga, who the fuck is that up in my window? Staring at my kinfolk, oh wait, that's just my shadow Always prepared to go to battle Niggas ain't turning me in the channel Mind control up in your channel People on their hot house with no saddle Uh, uh, riding blind all up in the shadows Uh, uh, done lost their soul in the battle Uh, uh, going into war with no ammo Uh, my nigga Got the glow, illuminate your soul, for sure. Uh, riding around town with my kinfolk. I bet you don't know. Riding Flash drive, both. With my New EP uh, dropping. Definitely check it out. Bro. Check out their tour dates as well. Make believe recordings. Uh, we got a lot of things popping for the new year. But you know what? Right now, it's about that grind time. So the marketing is really kicking up right now. In the fourth quarter for a lot of our artists, we're acquiring more artistry. We're acquiring more producers, more songwriters. Uh, we have a publishing hub. So just, just don't think you have to be signed to the record label, neither. If you got talent, if you got true talent, not the, not the type we see on TV, you're not America's Got Talent. It's not uh, X Factor or it's not, uh, what was that one show that was canceled? 
uh, that I never ever watched ever really. I don't know. Uh, exactly. Who cares about it? He doesn't know. I don't know. I don't care. We're looking for pure raw talent, people who are really trying to make this a career, truly trying to push their craft. So definitely make believe recordings. It's not just a record label. We're a true independent label that are looking after our artists true and true. So once again, guys, thank you for joining us. It's the fall season. We are at the Smith's house for a black guy and a white guy walking to the studio. But actually, we should change the title. We actually walked into Pate's house, which is like Bama City. Really. Man, we're in the we're in my office. So this is... <laughs> This is where I come to work, where I come to be surrounded by inspiration. You can definitely see why you get a lot of good work done in For this sure. office. Uh, look at your screensaver here earlier on your computer. You had your beautiful wife and your two beautiful daughters on there. Uh, unfortunately, it was like actually a scene like right after they were born. Yeah, right after so, they so were born. So I'm pretty sure your wife is not really super flattered by that picture being on there. Maybe I she mean, is. I'm I don't not sure. care. That was like my proudest moment in the world. That's like, what's Looking up. down, you know what I'm saying? Did your legs shake when you had that bit, those babies? Like, mm. did you quiver a little bit? Like, oh, stop. I didn't stand. You didn't stand? I they stood. Were, they were like, when I had uh, babies, I stood. And you don't they were ever like, stand. Uh, no, don't be up. Don't be uh, scared to sit down near this. I was like, no, I'm sitting down near the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, listen, here's my deal. You guys are paid to like get up in there. Like I can be supportive, like right next to her head. You know, like yeah. I'm not trying to win a gold medal. The best place you need to be next to the head. Just sit, her head, yeah. her physical head. Yeah, we're just sitting there <laughs> talking. They're like, hey, do you want to cut this cord? I was like, bro, I don't get a discount. That's your job. You got this. You cut the cord. They're like, most dads. I was like, I'm not most dads. Guess what? They cut the cord. I'm going to pay for the college. Deal. So cut that cord. Wow. That's how it went. Wow. Now, see, now, did you cut the cord? Like, no, I didn't so, cut it. No, I so you sitting. So when, she was coming, when the kids were coming mm -hmm. out of mom, mm -hmm. they cut the cord, right? Mm -hmm. But then did you go and cut it closer? The, no, man. Oh, geez, I at least did that part. Mm -hmm. Not interested. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, whatever. My, I'm not... Pate Smith, MD. Mm -hmm. I'm Pate Smith. I'm gonna chill by my wife. We're gonna get through this together. Right. She had two babies inside of her. Two so like once ba one ba one baby comes out, it's like, hey, you ready for this? Because we gotta push again. Right. Wow. So yeah. So if you've ever had a kid, apparently it's not that awesome of a feeling. Imagine like I just had a kid. All right, round two. Let's go. Right. That's like going on a five day bender, like a five day bender with like coked out frat guys. Wow. Never done that. I'm go just ahead. saying, five day bender with coked out frat guys to then be forced go on to another five day bender with coked out frat frat guys. That's like the only way I could and take that and just push all that stress into 20 minutes or two hours or however long. Like, cause time both stands still, stands still, and speeds up when you're in that delivery room. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, for me, when I had my daughter, uh, thankfully it was all timed out. We uh, notated to have her on October 24th. So that was pretty dope. Uh, and then it was a cesarean C-section. They call that C-section? Mm -hmm. yes, so that's yeah. what it was. So it was pretty much all planned. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty relaxing for the most part. Uh, like I said, I stood up for a little bit and started doing the whole belly cutting open yeah. thing. I'm like, oh, snap. And the way they did it, you know, it's like, you know, like gutting a pig type of deal. Like, oh, wow, that's not cute. I'm going to sit down. I ain't I'm, trying about to, to walk. I'm, not, I'm about to pass out. I'm like, oh, so, snap. So things I'm not into. Intestines. So right. you guys go ahead. Yeah, you guys are moving stomachs around and moving. And she and, and my ex is sitting there just like, oh, yeah, she's all cool and chill. Not your ex at the time. Not my ex at the she time. She was your, your yeah, current. Yeah, she was my current, excuse me. But, yeah, uh, at the time frame, she was all chill because obviously she couldn't feel anything from pretty much probably, the, I don't know, the head down. I don't yeah. know how dormant she was. Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, I don't want to know, really. Mm -hmm. uh, props to females for being the bearer of our our life force in this world, man. 
We appreciate you, seriously. Now, I like to do the work to get you guys there, but I don't want to see the outcome. How about mm-hmm. that? I like to practice all day, girls. You know, I like to practice. But after that point... Bro, hold on. Speaking of practice, I got a question. Answer, maybe. So, Depending. So, I, you're like... Shifting gears. You're like, hey, uh, so I need to bring food. You go have food. I was like, man, I'll cook you something. I'll have something cooked up. So, man, like, gets here. I've got, like, a nice salad. I got him some steak. He did it good. He, the steak was delicious, man. Yeah. It was I just right. I don't play when it comes to meat. It's like just a Wednesday, and he's, like, hooked up. You know, so, weird story, like, there's weeks I eat steak every night. Damn. Yeah, just because it's, like, easy, it's quick, throw it on. If there's a special on steak, why not? Wow. That's what's up. And I say wow, that's what's up, because you know what? You have to be blessed to do that every Bro, night. Bro, it's, to cheap, me. it's cheaper than fast food. Oh, it is, yeah. It is cheaper you than fast food. If I take me and Mary Catherine to fast food, it's, like, 20 bucks. Mm. We can both have a steak, salad, and veggies. It's like not even fifteen. Mm. Now, if I go like jogging at <clears throat> T-Bones or something, but I mean, how we were eating tonight? We we're eating pretty good. Really, real good. Yeah. So me and you ate for less than seven dollars. Oh my goodness! Together. Not how much seven, was that again? Seven. Three dollars and fifty cent. I mean, that's like not even value meal pricing. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that when you're like that, I mean, it's all about that value shopping. But uh, with your steak, I was noticing, man, you're having an energy drink. Yeah, it was. It's like you know, it's like six forty-five at night, and I said, uh, "Hey, man, uh, what you, what you got to do after this?" And you said, "Oh, well, you know, I got to get some of my friends home." And I was like, uh, "Hold on, you got you got what?" And I was like, "Well, uh, I just uh, you know, I got to stop by a friend's house." And I said, "Huh?" I said, "Like, you know, what are you gonna be doing? Like, why are you having an energy drink? If you stop by a friend, like, what do you need this energy for?" All I'm saying is, it's seven o'clock at night. If you're stopping by a friend's house, what type of friend is this? <laughs> um, that laugh said it all. Say it no more. Right. What type of friend is this? <laughs> we'll see what happened. Was it? <laughs> Start rubbing your head, stand on uh, bow legged. See what? Yeah. So it's a friend. She needed to help. She needed to help moving her dresser in the bedroom for like two hours, and see, we gotta go ahead and do that. But mm-hmm. um, that's what I got the energy drink for. Helps my move at 8 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. I mean, I'm not calling you out. 9 o'clock, whatever. Whenever I get over I'm, I'm not calling you out. All I'm just saying is it's odd for a man to be having an energy drink. Well, you haven't met this man, have you? Yeah, I have met this man. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's odd to be having an energy drink at 7 o'clock at night. I'm just saying, you got to get in when you get it in. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to, I'm trying to give a, drink like non-caffeinated beverages at this point so I can get in bed. You know, get some good sleep, mm-hmm. wake up tomorrow, come in, crush, mm. get a podcast out, work with some clients. So, dropping podcasts at like Thursday at about 9 a.m., getting right. after it. But yeah, so, you know, I'm saying you're just like, uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, got this energy drink because I got to see a friend. I'm just wondering, you know, what type of friendship is this? Cause I feel like it's a lot deeper connection than mine and your relationship. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. Uh, I can't lie about that. I'm sorry. I'm looking you down your eyes. Your crystal blue eyes. I cannot lie to you, babe. I cannot tell a lie. Um, yeah, she, she's uh, she's cool. She's cool. Now she's a friend, man. Now, we talked about this earlier in previous podcasts. You have to check out all our other podcasts to find out where Elliot's relationship stands uh, or stand from this point. So, check those out. But... Just a friend, man. It is cupping season. It's about to get cold. It's the fall time. And if you're in the Midwest or you're in any other place that has a season to it, you understand what we're talking about. Um, now, I don't happen to go seek 
this type of situation out, you know, if you know me for sure, you know that I'm like, dude, I'm just me. I'm indifferent, you know. Uh, oh, oh, what was that? What was that? What was that? Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing. Are you agreeing? Well, elaborate, please. Now you got me all. What? Elaborate on that. <laughs> Go. Tech. Go. You think you think you know Elliot so well? Elaborate. What's what's up? No, I'm, I'm Elliot. Tell me about myself. I'm not, I'm not really. I'm not really looking. You know. <laughs> it's just like, you know, if I got a phone, I mean, I might as well text these girls. You know, what I'm saying it's like I'm not trying, but you know, I mean, I might send a text. You know, I might. Uh, I might send that text back. You know, she sends me one back. And I might send, like, a, a smiley face emoji and a thumbs up. And, you know, I might send, like, the pointy finger with the end of the pointy finger having those two little drops and then a question mark. You know, that's 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 it. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. You think you're funny, don't you? That's all right, man. That's all right. See how the married man can always question the single man, you know? That's, that's how it is, you know. I know he doesn't want to live vicariously through me because he has it so well here, you know. But at the same time frame, it's like... I want you to live vicariously through me when I'm changing diapers. I want you to I've been get there. inside my body. I've been there. Not two at the time. I've been there. It doesn't matter. Two at a time. It just means you doubled up on that. But I've seen just the one. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the two didn't explode at the same time. That would be Bro, really happens. sad. It happens. It's like one baby is like... And they give you that look, and you're like, "Oh, that escaped your diaper, didn't it?" Then you go over there, and it's out. And the other baby is like, and you're like, "Oh, you got me." Did you at the same time? Yeah, sometimes they do. Wow. I listen to this. I was about to go to work the other day. Mm-hmm. About to roll out of the house, got my coffee. I looked down. I was like, "I spilled coffee on me." And I like start going to blot it, and I was like, "Poop." Got to change some pants. <laughs> It had to be so nasty too. Did you not smell it? Nah, it wasn't like it was like literally just a little bit. So I'm guessing um, she sharded. I, mean, I don't know. They're babies. Like everything's a shard. You know so <laughs> it's like they're always shard. It's oh, like, damn, kids it's like yeah, they don't. They got no shame. No shame it's at all. It's like man. oh, pull. I'm pooping in this for sure. Mm. It's like if it's an inopportune time to poop, just go ahead and plan. Just, just make like it. if you're wearing white, just go ahead and know there's gonna be poop stains on that. Yeah. So like Mary Catherine uh, one time she shouldn't be wearing white. It's past the no. This was, this was before <laughs> okay. she put she was wearing some white. I was like, I'm just letting you know right now, you're never wearing that again. Right, it's done. Right, that that outfit. If you wear that today, done. Next year you might be able to pull this off, but 100% that's getting baby poop on it. Mm. So you just be ready. So if you want to wear that today, but no, it's it's done. It's crazy. No more. No more are you going to be able to wear that. So, yeah. I now, you know, when I'm around them, I'll just, like, put on uh, fishing clothes. Because, you know, fishing clothes, you get blood or something on it. You it's just wipe, wipe it, right it off. off. It kind of yeah, slides yeah. off of you. Yeah, exactly. Did you go fishing? Nope. Change my nah, kid's diaper. Man, What's that on you, blood? Nope. It's yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, oh, then. Oh, man. So what, what else is going on? We need to talk about some current events. We will talk about some current events right now. So definitely there's a lot of things going on. It's still a political season. We only got, what, shoot, almost less than a month and a half, you know, For if you sure. will, before we start voting for somebody to be our next... <sighs> Our next president of the United States of America. 
gulping really hard on that but uh definitely you do have a choice you know and i've been saying it and i've been hearing it repeated over and over even since i've been watching a lot of the news and everything of that nature and you hear me again you heard me say it before in podcasts you know lesser of two evils or maybe the lesser of two goods but i don't think anybody's finding the good in any of these candidates right now besides the civil unrest that we're having in our nation uh with our police force with our black community, Hispanic community, white community, you guys are in there too still. I'll, you know, raise my hand for you guys. Uh, not all of you, just one of you. You were across the room for me. I was playing. A couple more of you guys I like. You guys know who you are. <laughs> These are jokes. Kind of. Not. Maybe not. Sorry, not sorry. But the point about it is that we have this issue stemming. And we have political figures. We have entertainment figures using uh, their celebrity to bring note to some of this. And they're doing the right way, some are doing the wrong way. Mm-hmm. The last podcast that we have that you've hopefully listened to by now, if not, definitely log on, subscribe, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Black and the White. Thank you very much. Black sir. guy and the white guy went to the studio. studio. Thank you very much. SoundCloud and iTunes. You need to subscribe. Continue, Elliot. Thank you, sir. But you heard us talking about the you know issues here with our athletes, uh, Colin Kaepernick, to be exact. Uh, he's not even a first strings quarterback anymore used to be though used to be it used to be he brought us to the the promised land a couple times but we just missed it by that much each mm-hmm. time man so, let me talk about colin Kaepernick. no let me quick. talk about him first and you can talk about him next but man mine's not even mine's not even race but, related oh, okay then i guess you can because i want to give a shout out talk to some race Kaepernick. relations <laughs> go so back when the niners had kaepernick frank gore crabtree ted yes. jr and quan bolden who else? Who? Oh, uh, the whole crew. Uh, you said Davis was. Yeah, that was cold. We had a team. Hunter was there. Lamarcus James out of Oregon. And the the year after they went to the uh, playoffs, real far in the playoffs. I'm telling you right now, I won so much money off of people claiming they were good at Madden with that team. But true story, I played a game once where Colin Kaepernick threw for two hundred and ran for three fifty. All right. I know most the listeners probably don't care about mad stats, but as much as Cap Colin Kaepernick does wrong, I have to say Colin Kaepernick, you're still my boy for all those years in college of just straight putting up numbers. Go ahead, Elliot. Okay, that's that's great. I mean, no, and I, I sentiment with that whole uh, you know argument that you just stated there. He's still your boy, and he's still my boy as well. Uh, same thing with the 49ers. are still my team. Have been since I've been a wee little lad in the '80s, celebrating. Uh, all the way from our Montanas and Rices uh, to our Dion's to our Youngs, everybody that we had rolled through there, and I miss some other folks, but you guys know who you are on that team that made us who we are now. Uh, 49ers are still golden to me. Love you guys. So with that being stated, Colin Kaepernick and the whole issue that he started, uh, and I don't know if it's because you know Beyonce rolled through the town uh, last year during the Super Bowl and did their whole formation deal. And had our whole feminist Black Panther squad, which I love to death. They're all fly. I love them. You know, come through there. He's got like a little, I don't know, I don't know, open up his mental capillaries and say, hey, you know what? I should ride for the same cause, you know? Thus, bringing us to current situations where he's not standing uh, for our national anthem. And this is raising a lot, a lot, a lot of issues. A lot of conversations are coming out from this athlete not standing during the actual national anthem and other athletes are doing the same thing okay uh cut to some information that i talked about on the last podcast talking about uh if i would stand this is what pate had posted me question wise he had stated elliot would you stand 
if you were an athlete and you just got traded to the yada 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 team and everything was happening at this time frame, Colin Kaepernick has already sat uh, and not stood for the national anthem, what would you do, Elliot? Would you stand or would you sit? You're not getting paid everything in the world. You're getting paid a mediocre salary. Which, which, which would you do, you know? All right, I thought about it for a second. I would stand. Definitely check out that podcast to see what I was talking about. I'm not going to go into that That too was an much. intense podcast, by the way, on the topic. Yeah, check that podcast out because uh, I'm not going to go into it. I want to go into a different subject matter. I change, I change my mind as of this current podcast that we're talking about now. I'll tell you why. A young man in Brunswick, Ohio, a high school player in Brunswick, Ohio, Brunswick, Ohio, Ohio, football player, kid, high school player, not college, not mm. national, you know, NFL, anything of that nature. A young kid from Brunswick, Ohio, was threatened with racial slurs and also with uh, lynching as well. Okay, young kid, young black kid. This is the reason why I would definitely take a knee or I would sit during the national anthem now. Since the Brunswick, Ohio kid? Right. And this information is brand new as of either today or yesterday for the most part mm-hmm. hitting the national news. The player, you know, which you can definitely look up on Google or anything of that nature, look up Brunswick High School football player threatened after kneeling during the anthem. The player overheard some of his other teammates on his team talking about the other team in racial, using racial slurs, saying the N-word, to be quite honest, about the other team. The young gentleman with the football team, the Brunswick uh, young high school football player, confronted those kids about that and told them to stop, for lack of a better word, you know? He wasn't cool with it. Dude, quit, stop. That's ignorant. That's what he told his other teammates. They then started to berate him. Okay? Really? Why? I'm your teammate. We're on the same team. I asked you to stop throwing racial slurs at people who look just like me across the field. And you're going to throw me the same type of shade that you did them? He took a knee. Oh, and all hell broke loose after that. What happened? So when he took a knee during the national anthem, first of all, he was not standing. But when he took a knee, he was praying. He prayed during the national anthem instead of taking an actual stand to put his hand on his chest and and uh, participate in that situation, I guess I want to say, the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that the moment angered some of his teammates and classmates shortly after he started to receive hateful racist texts and Snapchats, including a handwritten note written below a grocery list that said, let's lynch that N-word. Okay, and he actually took a picture of that and put it on Snapchat. Again, you can see all this information. You can Google it. Uh, Brunswick High School football player threatened after kneeling during Anthem, or you probably might already be aware of that. That right there is what hits me to the core. Listen to the last podcast. I talk about an instance where I was actually, you know, called outside my name from friends as well. White friends. Friends that, you know, we lived in California. It was a very posh, uh, it was a very middle class Mm -hmm. neighborhood in the military community. Mm -hmm. And people that I grew up with as kids called me outside my name. Mm -hmm. Because they're trying to be whoever to their older cousins, you know. 
trying to look manly or what, I don't even know what you want to call it. That hit me. That made me realize that, you know what? That's the cause that I literally, no pun intended, would stand for. Because us as adults can control what we're doing. That police officer who takes another person's life without actually doing diligence and understanding the situation full out, if it's a threatening situation and you see that happening, it's a gun, whatever the case may be, then cool, act upon that. But if somebody's giving you information and articulating that, hey, you know what, I have a gun. Hey, you know what, I actually have a license and a permit for that gun. I have all my information on me. I'm going to reach for that right now. And they gave you all this information and you still pull the trigger on that? You still pull the trigger on that in individual? That's a, that's a problem. I understand that completely. You, being that police officer, have just tainted, has just, have, has just tainted America's image holistically. You've tainted the image of the police in America, the image of the police, not America's image. It's an issue inside the confines of America. But to allow, see, it doesn't extend to um, tainting America's image until we allow it to. And that is what the issue is, is we, we haven't, no. We haven't separated. Well, let me interrupt you there. I think that I like how you articulate what I just said because I agree, but I agree up to the point where you say you said allowed. We've allowed this to happen. Yep. We've allowed this to seep into our households. Mm -hmm. You know, doesn't matter. How, uh, it's talking about Omaha, doesn't matter how far up west you are, or how down north you are, mm -hmm. or east or south in this community. It all affects us in this community, in Nebraska. Now take that outside to the more inner cities, you know, into the more urban communities. It's amplified out there, you know. Oh, I agree. I, I feel you and, on that. And, and I think the message as it hits to the core, as the message hits to the core, it gets diluted. It gets diluted as it starts to span outwards. And people don't understand. They're just throwing up. Black Lives Matters, and they're just throwing out all life matters, and they're throwing up LGBT, whatever the situation is or the causes, they're throwing out these causes because they want to be a part of something, right. but they don't understand what the core issue is. Mm -hmm. Again, I am not against, you know, our civil servants. I'm not against the officers here uh, locally in our town. I have them as friends and confidants. If there's bad seeds out there, I understand that completely, but those are not the people I have in my circle, you know? Unfortunately, we find ourselves in the confines of individuals, black and white and everybody in between, that feel the right to take something into their own hands, regardless if it's what happened, you know, uh, over the summertime, regardless if it was the, the killing of innocent lives, doesn't matter if you had a felony uh, underneath your belt, doesn't matter if you had never, you know, had a felony at all and you just had a, a gun that was actually registered. It doesn't matter if there's a, a, a protest happening, you know, and then somebody started opening fire on police that were actually just protecting the protesters, you right. know. This is what they want, you know, and this is the funny part about it. Uh, and this is where you kind of get into that. I'll, 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 be, I'll be funny when I say this, but I'm serious. I, I can't really connect to anybody right now. Illuminati type of stance. There's a bigger power 
mean, orchestrating this whole issue. I mean, I, it's I'm a big, it's like a big throw out like Illuminati, but I, mean, but I, I said I was being funny when I said that, but I can't. It does feed the pockets of the media. It does. Yeah. It does feed the pockets of the media. Fox News for sure, and then CNN, Bro. everything else around that. So I mean, you think about that. We're just puppets, you know. We're pawns, if we will. If and they, and they keep on shifting. Buy into that. My thing is like. But that's what you but see. Back up. That's where you allow. Right, exactly. America, we America, we're tainted because we're allowing it. So that's why I'm talking about. We're allowing this to happen. And when somebody stands up, then we're shifting our focus on that, and we're taking away from the actual picture, the actual. You know, we're we're shifting our focus on Colin Kaepernick, but do we understand what he's doing? He's articulating himself the best way he can. But now we're taking that way out of context. I don't know if we are now because I think a lot of people have realized that it's a necessary conversation. And there was some pushback at first. And there's still people that feel that he should. And it's good that they feel that way. But I think most people feel that it's his right to be able to do so. It is his right. So, you know, and if you listen to the last podcast, I expound on my feelings about the issue pretty... uh, I feel like I explain myself pretty well on that so um, for sure check that one out um, but you know we do, do we want to stay do we want to stay intense or do we want to swing this into a little less intense we're going to close it on this note it's going to be the most intense we do because we're going to go ebb and flows and yeah. we, we start off with the entertainment portion and we'll get back into some other things and we went into the relationships a little bit as well but I think it's something that needs to be touched about touched upon because we are the black guy and the white guy and we happen just to walk in the studio and this is what happens when we get mm-hmm. in here we talk about all situations. Now, we can be really uh, foo-foo about it and try to protect you guys because we know you guys have to go through this every day. Mm-hmm. We turn on the 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 10 o'clock news. So you guys want to turn on something that actually is entertaining to you. And I'm sorry if we're not, but stay stay tuned. We will be. The point being is that we're hitting the mark with somebody out there, you know? And if you turned off, that's fine, you know? But if you're tuned in, that's great. For sure. So do we want to talk about... The USC quarterback's girlfriend. So we are switching gears. All right. I thought we were. I yeah, we're we switching sh- gears. Yeah. I mean, do we close on that though? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. I kind of feel like I expressed myself last week, and I'm glad. Tune into that podcast, by the way. I'm glad you did this week. Yeah, I just had. A, I thought about that. I'm like, I need to change gears on that because you know what? That's what pisses me off. That's real. You know, I can't get into Colin Kaepernick's head because that was kind of a. Uh, it's still something that's ongoing, but now the season starts. And now I'm gonna kneel. It just, to me, I'm so far, so so far removed from that that it taints me to think about the reason to to sit to sit or stand during a national anthem. But this is really close to me. Mm-hmm. Necessary, yeah, geographically it's close. Geographically it's close, obviously, but uh, more to the core of something I've experienced myself as a youth. You know. And I know, I know in the school system here in, in Omaha, Nebraska, you know, where we have integration of schools, which is happening all over. This is what we're here for. This is Martin Luther King did for us. And other, uh, you know, pro-rights activists uh, have done for us to integrate our schools. So we're all, you know, in a melting pot. But I think that what we're doing here is we're tearing up the floorboards and we're re-exposing racism uh, to our youth. And our youth is following our lead and we're not doing very good at setting examples. Uh, and I think a lot of this reality world that we're showing on television, and even here, we're, <laughs> shit, you know what? We're not even uh, sure-coding it. We, we have some, you know, some fluff in our own broadcast, as, as you guys have heard, but when we get to those real issues, we are speaking just like we're amongst you, because we are, you know, we can be touched for sure. 
a lot of these politicians, a lot of these politicians out there act like they cannot be touched. And that's what, you know, disturbs me uh, because you're supposed to be serving for the people, you know, you're supposed to be letting us in and our ideals in, you know, and, and taking the consensus of the best and uh, most effective way to help this nation out versus, you know, who's going to feed your pockets, you know, and who's going to, you know, uh, yeah. It's it's an issue, guys. We need to really fix this, and I don't know how it's going to happen. I really, like I said before in earlier podcasts, I'm afraid for our children, Pate. I don't know I where we're going to go. I, you said you weren't. I still am. I, and I, hey, I'm never. I'm, ne- I'm never. I'm never a pessimist, but I am in this specific fact because as much as I want to throw a side eye, I'm good. I'm an adult. I've been 36 years, about to be 37 years on this earth, and I'm excited about that. But my daughter's only been nine years on this earth. You know, only nine years, about to be 10 years. What's the, what's the next 10 years going to be like for my daughter? You know? I have to watch what I do. We laugh and joke about the whole dating scene and all that stuff for me. That's cool. I'm a grown-ass man. Whatever. But what's it going to be like for my daughter? You know? Mm-hmm. When we have all these quote-unquote, you know... I think better, man. Swimming rapists out there and we have all these men who, you know, it's like am I... Is she going to... Is Karma going to be a bitch and he's going to touch her in a way that is going to be so ill that I don't even know if I can stand it? You gotta understand that, like, all your wrongdoings you've done in life, is that gonna come back and, t- and like, trickle down on your kids, on your daughters? No. It says it's not in the Bible. Oh, okay. I believe in the Bible, too. Talk about that real quick, and then we'll switch gears to <laughs> to your football dealer, like I know you want to. No, I mean, I'm good. I'm, right. good. I'm good, but I'm just I'm bringing, I'm bringing Pate down. He's like, dude, I want to talk about this film. <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, that's what it says in the Bible, is, you know, you won't be uh, held to the sins of your father. I mean, that's what I believe, and I, I enjoyed that Little Wayne was on... Uh, like I just translated from Bible to Little Wayne, go. Was on, <laughs> go I mean, that. it was like kind of poignant, you know, like Little Wayne was on... Um, no, I'm good, bro. Pardon the Interruption, I want to say, or something like that, or maybe First and Ten on ESPN. Oh, yeah. And they asked him that. about that, and, you know, he was like, I've never felt racism, and, you know, I've been completely blessed. Um, and he's a person that... He's from the South. Yeah, he and you know what? I mean, I've got some of my best friends are black, and you gonna go down that road? I mean, I hate to say that, but I like know. some of them are, and you know, as a white guy, like there's a lot of white people that don't have best friends that are black. You right. know what I'm saying? And there's the concept of like white people having black friends as a, referred to as renting. I think I've talked. I've actually got that book in here. No, I haven't heard um, that. Yeah, it's called uh, How to Rent a Negro. Oh, yeah, I have heard this book. <laughs> and it, and you know, there's the concept of like renting your black friends or renting your gay friends or whatever to add, give you as a white person like some sort of cultural uh, uh, viability. Yeah, right? you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like you would use these people as an accessory, but I mean, I don't feel like that's what I do. But I'm glad. That I have. It's the appropriation of a, a culture, man. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, a lot of t- it's like they joke around in that book about like, oh, you know, like you'd be like, Elliot's here. He's such a good dancer. Let's have him dance. Right? Or I wish he would. Like, or like, <laughs> I'm not saying in a positive way neither. Yeah, you know, like, or like uh, so-and-so here. Oh, you know, your hair is so good or whatever. And it's these compliments and reasons you're having them over and it's referred to as renting. And, I mean, I don't think I rent my black friends because I mean I've had some of them for god like 25 years now um, I mean my homie Rick guy like we go 
we go back and then you know I've got a homie BJ and he kind of has this he's in LA and he kind of does the same job I do and uh I mean we toss each other inspiration and business and whatnot but but real quick I like how you say that but in the same breath you're saying that like you're running through on your fingers oh my friend BJ yeah he's cool blah 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 no but I mean all my friend those are my those are people that are like best of though I know but I don't say oh I got my my friend Pay I'm cool with him and Tony D he's cool I have my friends and that's exactly and that's that's weird and that's weird for I have my friends and I know what I can do with my friends I know what I can't do with them I know where they can go and where they can't go uh, because of you know my association with them I don't try to pigeonhole them in any place. And I'm not saying you're doing that. No, not but at I'm all. just saying it feels like you're justifying. You I'm know, not at all. I'm, what it, feels, it feels that way. Like, oh, I'm justifying this with my friends. My black friends are. No, the and reason I'm, like, I'm doing that is I'm trying to show the dichotomy between the culture in the South versus the culture here. And okay. I'm doing using okay. I'm using these examples to explain the Little Wayne situation. Okay, so that's why you. I'm coming at you like that. Okay, but the the idea is, is you know, like I know those two guys definitely experience racism because like I've talked with them about it, you know. But the racism that they experienced is drastically different than the racism their parents experienced. Right. And the drastically difference before that. And if you go before that, we're getting pretty close. We're getting pretty close to slavery pretty much. You're already in slavery pretty much. In your place it is already yeah, still yeah. so you know, is it getting better? Yes. Is it getting better as fast as it could? I can't answer that. The question, the likelihood is probably no, because I'm a person that lives in the a world of optimization, and I would say that you know most likely it's not probably optimized. Well, you know, and I could go off on the reasons why, but I'm not going to because we kind of have before. I don't want to drown that out. But I am not sad about the world our children are going to live in. I'm more excited than ever. There's a good chance, Elliot, that like our kids experience a world by the time they're our age that we never could imagine. My granddad once said to me, he said, I lived in a world where when we killed a farm animal, we had to invite everybody over to eat it because it would spoil by the time we could save it all. And now I have a device that I can hold in my hand and I can look at every map and road in the world. He's like, I couldn't ever imagine this. That's what's available for our children. Socially, we're progressing faster than ever. Technologically, we're progressing faster than ever. Is it perfect? No, but here's another thing. The reason that we're getting all this information so quickly is because of our technological advances. I mean, I'm not trying to be like a butthole, but when's the last time you've heard of like a black person getting hung in Mississippi? 30 years ago, it would have been like, even like Thursday. Like some dudes did it Thursday. Today, people that do that get hunted down. We're doing better. And people like you and I are going to continue to strive for that. But we can't allow ourselves to get beat down by the day-to-day monotony of what technology provides of, oh, there's this bad situation in the world. There's this bad situation in the world. No, there's more than you and me. No, there's more than our friends. There is like... An army of people 
that outweigh the bad. And we're gradually, situation by situation by situation, getting better. Do you think my wife 20 years ago would be at her position? No, she wouldn't. You know, we're progressing. We just have to, I mean, it's just like a business. Time has to take place. Effort, processes, and time. That's how things happen. That's how businesses grow. That's how people get in shape. That's how social changes happen. So right now, we have to spend the energy in the processes. Like, no matter what we do, we can't want it to happen tomorrow. We can try, but time must happen. I'm fine with that. And then I'm just trying to pass you off. That's, um, I'm actually comfortable with that. I'm actually comfortable with that response right there. Thank you very much for um, solidifying that. You actually spoke to 100% to my wheelhouse and what I understand and what I agree with on that level. So thank you for clearing it up. For sure, man. No, it's not clearing it up. It's just, you know, like us thinking about it in a different way. Different ways. I understand that. But the simple fact that, yeah, we won't go into it. Let's talk about happy-go-lucky things. But you guys get, you guys out there in the social media world and, you know, you guys get this whole thing just as much as we do and you guys have your opinion just as much as we do as well definitely let us know and if you guys uh, think differently or whatever the case may be check us out like our page once again black guy and a white guy walk in the studio give us some feedback please you know we want to know what we should be doing better and if we're doing worse that's great let us know that as well and then some things that you want to hear or want to comment on on this podcast or previous podcasts as well so just want to put that out there before we move on and segue to a different subject real quick um, take a brief break. Let me take a swallow of this liquor and some dots. I'm eating dot candies. Delicious. Love it. Uh, Pete's over here on the DM. Good stuff. Nah, I'm, I'm pulling this girl up. That, that's, that like I said, on the DM. <laughs> on the DM. Me and Elliot love a good controversy. Always. So, apparent, especially apparently, there was a young lady who dated like a USC or a Cal like a San Diego State or something like that quarterback somewhere around there college quarterback yeah you know they're freshmen they find each other apparently you know because they're dating some people are like paying attention to who the quarterback is and some websites like whoa check this girl out and all of a sudden she blows up she goes from like a thousand followers to like 70,000 followers on Instagram alright bananas like overnight so she's been dating this guy for years one weekend she calls him up breaks up with him you know like leaves campus next thing you know she's posting pictures on Instagram with a uh, entrepreneur from the area you know about our age you know she's in her you know early 20s he's in her his early 30s or something like that sounds like my type of guy go yeah <laughs> so what apparently happened is uh she like got blown up in the dms and left her boy it's like you know week one they uh go to like i don't know cabo or something like that for their first date she drops an old dude Week two, she's moving in with him. Week three, he's play, paying for, you know, her to get some upgrades plastic surgery-wise. Um, oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Fr- Up front or down below? It appears to be up front, but I mean, nice. I, don't, I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not even that type of guy, but I'm like, nice for her. You know what I'm saying? I, I was hoping it was down low, but uh, <laughs> but she might have already had that. 
<laughs> I pulled it up on Instagram so you can be like, oh, that's who it is. Okay. Um, we won't put it on blast just because, like, I don't know the le- legal ramifications. Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But this is old girl. So if you want to scroll. But anyway, man, I was just thinking, you know, like, is, yeah, that's her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was like, I, you know, what does this world come to in the respects to a relationship when it's like you've been with a person, they get you some, uh, they get you some shine on the internet. You know, you get some brand promotion. You're probably, you know, selling skinny tees or something like that on Instagram. You've probably, you know, like, hey, take this supplement. You're making a G or something a week by taking, you know, two or three pictures and posting them up on Instagram. And all of a sudden, boom, you leave your long-term boyfriend from, you know, I don't know, the guy that's got two bars in San Diego. That's the guy. I mean, it's on her Instagram, so that must be the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the dude. That's old boy. He's super mediocre. I mean, I'm looking at this right now. I'm sorry I'm being quiet, but she's, yeah, she's IG, yeah, she's what it is. She's and, a solid, she is a solid California nine. Yeah, that's saying a lot. Like, here yeah. she's a 20 in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But She doesn't touch the scale here. No, she doesn't touch the scale here. It's like a girl that I was talking to, and uh, somebody rated her for me. He's like, dude, that girl is like a California, you know, 12, oh, yeah, 15. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And I didn't get what he was saying because I wasn't dating her yet. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, all right, you know? And she was more than all right. I understood that. Did they get married already? No, that's not. All right, cool. But anyway, yeah, she's banging. But that's what I'm saying, man. Like, my question is now for a dude that's dating. I mean,. You're a USC quarterback. You should be able to have the pick of the litter. You know what I'm saying? You're the hot man on campus, good-looking dude, Jack, and you know a dude like that's. Like this guy, the guy she she switched up for definitely is doing well in business, obviously. But he's not body wise. He's got dad. No, nah, he's a little bit above a dad bod. He's, but he's pretty Jack for our age. Yeah, I mean he's good. He's not got the stomach yet. You can tell he ain't no kids, so it's all mm-hmm. gravy. I mean, he's, but pretty I think, ja- he's pretty Jack right oh, there. Oh, okay. Right there, he's pretty Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. All right. Yeah, he's doing okay for himself. Yeah. Okay, cool. But he's already made it. The boyfriend's still trying to make it in, in college, and he's hot for UFC or USC, but then after he gets out for that, then what? You know? He can do a freaking Tim Tebow on that butt or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Is he, going to, is he going to the league? Yeah. My thing is, like, she probably knew he wasn't going to the league. And she was like, all right, I'm outie. This guy's already established. What, what, you know, what you going to do? You going to teach some quarterback camps? You know, what's, <laughs> what's that, like 45 a year? Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I think. So, I mean, you know, as a single dude, do you, how do you play that? Because I didn't have to worry that about that real hard. Oh, however, recently, yeah. some dude did blow up Mary Catherine on Facebook, like, and they're like, oh, my gosh, do you remember me? It's so good to see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you, did you, well, 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 how did that work out? I ain't worried. She'll, she was like, look at this scrub. Right. Are you, how do you feel about that? And we'll talk about how I feel about the whole. How do I feel about the dude blasting Yeah, I mean, her? that's kind of like, I mean, it's. Ugh. Don't bother me. Here's my thing. It's like, I completely trust her, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're honest about everything. She asked me something, boom, you got to ask her something. You have to have that in your relationship. And you have to have that trust, too. I can't worry on the back end. I mean, that's what our relationship is based on. You know what I'm saying? I trust her. She trusts me. From day one, that's how it's been. 
Um, so when something happens like that, you know, you can't be you can't be upset about it because I mean she's an attractive girl, right? Like some dudes may blow her up on the on the DM. I mean she had like ex boyfriends back in the day all the time trying to add. She had an ex boyfriend trying to add me so they could like scope out pictures of her and stuff. That's I mean, pretty gay. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry. I just gotta say that. I'm not like I'm not like didn't bother me at all. Like, dude, you know, sorry about it. You know, if you know if she likes one of them better, go ahead. I'm not trying to, you know, you're the one I picked. No. I'm the one you picked. Let's go. No, I like that you said that. Like, I'm not worried about it. And that's the type of uh, self-confidence that all men and women should go into relationships with. I felt a lot of lack. I felt a lack of that in certain terms and in some of my past relationships where, you know, I wasn't worried about certain things. And I think that, you know, uh, the woman I was with should have been worried about certain things neither. I mean, you should be happy that people are attracted, you know, to your woman or even attracted to you. That's a compliment. It shows you're keeping yourself up, right? And you're keeping yourself on par with the times, current changes. You're not, like we talk about dad bods, all that yeah. stuff, you know? And, and you're hip enough where people are questioning your age and, you know, are, are you, yeah. you know, are you in a relationship? Are you married? Whatever. But I think you are completely right. You do have to have trust in your significant other via the spouse, girlfriend, wherever the case may be, that they're doing the right thing by you because they know that you would not waver in that whole situation, nor should you think that they would waver in that whole situation as well. So, um, I like what you said there. Now, with the whole the whole quarterback thing and this female who's yeah, she's badass, she's dope, you know. And even the guy she went with is dope as well. And props to him for just having the boss approach her and swoop her up like that. It's not on the guy who actually connected with her, the entrepreneur. It's even not even on the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? It's on her, literally. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't think that we should be blaming the guy. He's the same type of guy who just you know knocked on the DM and happened to get the response. She felt he was attractive. Um, Sometimes I just go to say, when people say, oh, wow, how do you get with a girl like that? Or are you with that? Uh, speaking of a female that I might be with, hanging out with platonically, or might yeah, be in a relationship yeah. with. And the simple answer to that, when a, another male steps up to me and asks me the question, it's like, dude, well, don't be shocked. You haven't lived long enough to get to this level, you know? Mm-hmm. The maturity, That's like every day of my life. It's like, like the maturity, oh, that's your wife. Like, yeah, yeah, the maturity, like the, but, but they think they're young too at certain times, you know? Mm-hmm. But the maturity of like, that indifference that we talked about yeah. earlier we joked around, it's like, I like this girl because I find her attractive and I want to be in her presence, but I'm not going to be thirsty like that when I talk to her, you know? I'm going to act like a real cool ass cat, you know, and talk to her and I'm not going to ask for the number. I might mean say, hey, we'll connect on this level or, you know, hey, let's meet up for this whatever the case may be, but I'll drip on the, I'll drip on her, and that's a positive thing, right? Not the negative, like, girl, I'm in the bed, yeah, I'm dripping yeah. on you. But I'm dripping on you on a verbal notation that I'm just going to kind of be around you, and I'm going to start to wear on you. You start to see me a lot, and then, oh, you're really cool. Oh, you're a good friend. And this shit used to take me a long time when I was in high school. Dude, it still takes you a long time. No, it doesn't. I've racked them up really quickly in the last mm, three weeks, give or take. You know, yeah, my name's Ollie. I'm trying to get in a relationship. Keep because, going, right, keep going. Because you know what I'm saying? That's patience. You know what I'm saying? Do I want to run down there and try to get them all, or do I want to walk down there and get one of them, right? But at the same time, I'm walking down there. I'm talking. Well, I'm gonna to, tell you, I'm, I was a run down and get them all. Like, I, I know we all know about the dating podcast. It hasn't even we haven't even dropped the dating podcast yet, man. So nobody knows about that. But for sure, yes, we'll talk about that later. And I have that we need to drop that dating podcast. 
because I keep on referring back to it. I've been holding on. It's like so good. It's, but it's like the first podcast we did, you know, and it had Keith Roger in it. It had Lace in it, uh, yourself and myself. First podcast we did, and it's so dated now. I mean, it's I not we, that dated. It's not dated, but it's we should drop it. We okay, should drop we'll that. Drop it because I want to reference it. Yeah. I referenced it in all my other podcasts, our podcast, but nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. That's true. So we'll, anyway, we'll drop that. But if we drop that, it means we had to get, build some more up that like can be dropped anytime. No, that's cool. I'm just joshing with you, kind of not really. But uh, I'd love to hear that. Because, but here's a question, man. Go. Do you ever do you ever blow chicks up on the DM? Yeah. Is that how... Uh, like, blow them like, on a retarded level? Nah, like, hey, uh, hadn't heard from you lately. What you been up to? Nah. What do you hit them with? Everything that's coming full circle now has been some time in the making, you know? Everybody's been friends with me, you know? There's some girls that if I really am ready to do something with, I can. All I gotta do is say go and make a commitment to that. But I guess I'm not ready to do that. Um... But like you don't use the DM. No, I as don't. As a viable. I said I'll give it. I'll give this to you. That's a young man's game. Props to you guys on that level. Bro, I'm just, I'm honestly, not, that is not a young man's game. I'm not even into I, that. You and I know some dudes that are older than us that blow them up on the DM. That yeah, but that's success with it. But that's that whole rundown. Try to get everybody you can. You know, and they have buckets. You know, they have the DMs. They have their own. You know, Match.coms or or Tinder accounts, or they got uh or seeking arrangements or whatever you want to call it. They have all these buckets that they use to get women. So if one doesn't work out, they have a different bucket they use. You know, I try to like not make that a priority because regardless of what I do in my life, I will always have the strength and the, the prowess to attract the opposite sex. And that's really, really big of me to say. And I don't care because I am who I am. I'll be quite honest with that. You know, even on my worst days, I still have a good day with, you know, attracting somebody I want to talk to or attracting something that's on an equal level. Like, all the girls I attract are not are not hurt at all. And I'm excited about that. Because usually it kind of be give or take type of thing. Like, oh, one day it'll be a girl that you want kind of want like, oh, maybe I'll hit you with you, but I want to take you to these certain spots. You know, I want to take you to these hip spots in town. I don't want to really take you out to dinner. You can go to McDonald's with me and then maybe you can go hang out at home. That's real doggish. But every girl that I attract, I want to be seen with those girls. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind being seen with those women. I should say girls, women. Uh, so I'm ecstatic about that because that shows how much, how far I've come in life, you know, where I don't have to worry about, oh, is she a nine or 10? I mean, everybody's pretty much an eight and above that I deal with. Mentally, they are nice. They're all business women, you know. I attract business women. I like that. Somebody, I'm, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to go into that what? topic. No, no, I'm not pulling oh, it. Not pulling it. Pull in. Not pulling it, black guy, white guy, women in the studio listeners, just because... It deals too much with the dating podcast. We hadn't dropped yet, but anyway. So, what else is going on, man? What you got going on this week? When's the next? When's the next Elliot event dropping that I can actually pay a cover to get into? Um, you know what? I like I want people to get in for free because I still get paid regardless. Tavern on Tip and Jackson in Omaha. Uh, it's a, a bar that is you know a really great bar. Uh, all are welcome, no cover. And uh, when's that happen? Uh, it's going to be in October, so obviously we'll have a couple podcasts before that. You'll get to know about so that. So you'll be there all October? I'll be there probably three days in October, correct? Three dates in October, okay, cool. correct? Uh, I'll be like one Friday and two Saturdays. So I'll let you guys know when that comes closer. After that fact, dude, uh, I got a couple of uh, personal receptions, wedding receptions I'll be doing as well. And then working on the business with the record <sighs> label. And I'll tell you, man. You already heard some music earlier in our podcast, so definitely go ahead and check out uh, Connie Franco, LaMaga on Spotify. Pick up an album 
and look for both coming out very soon. And I'm gonna tell you one thing. What? One of the most lit like times I've had in Omaha was going to see you at the Black. We had a good time. That entire that, everybody there had it. That was the most. That was the first night too. That was my first time ever doing a, a CWS, and I was there all weekend because I did two other gigs at the the Slowdown, but. That was my first time standing in. Shout out to uh, DJ Shifty, the bigger homie that I stood in for. And he came in and played an hour after the fact. Bro, but, yeah. you had that place bumping. Like, I'm pretty sure the foundation is cracked from that. It was a good time, man. It was one of those memorable moments, man. So I had a really great time there. And uh, I didn't want to leave. I know, you had to go. <laughs> you Bro, wanted... I, I was like, I got an ice chest full of breast milk. I got to go. <laughs> Do you remember that? I was like, that dude was like, what's in there? I was like, he was like, you can't bring an ice chest in here. I was like, you're not going to let me bring breast milk in here? He was like, no. And I was like, I think that's illegal. It's breast milk. You got to. And he's and he was like, uh, all right. So I had a, a cooler full of breast milk. Because we were walking around CWS. And Mary Cass was like, I'm going to pump. I'm and I was like, all right. I was like, you get that. I, I got to give her mad respect for A, going out. And like chilling all day, all night. She chilled getting, all night. Yeah, she yeah, did chill all night. Still getting her pumps in. I mean, so I'm a bum. That's my type of girl. She's like, I'm gonna hang, but I got priorities. Wow. I got kids to feed. Literally. Wow. <laughs> ice chest full of breast milk. And I went and I asked the, because uh, we were getting low on ice, because we've been there a long time, you know. I went to the uh, place where they're serving, like the sidebar where they're serving drinks. I was like, hey, man. I'm running out of ice in this ice chest. Uh, I got an ice chest full of breast milk. Can I get some ice? And he was like, well, since it's breast milk, of course. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I like you. Here's five bucks. That's how you do it, man. He did you right, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. I was like, you know, that's your job. Let me slide you a five for hooking me up. Yeah. So, anyway. But, yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm going to I'm gonna get a babysitter for the tavern. Yeah. I'm going to get a crew. I mean, I'm gonna get a come through, man. It's it's it's, it's always lit at the tavern. We got the patio, and uh, there's music playing on the patio that's uh, overlooking 10th Street, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of the NBC Suites right there, where the case may be. But um, that's where when Woodman has people fly in. Yeah, they stay there at the yeah. NBC Suites. So yeah, the tavern is dope. Um, and afterwards, we you know we get the food trucks. The locomotives down there on the corner. You know how that is. You know, you know, I know. You, know, you, know you know. So I know. you need to get back there. You know, there. you know I, like, I know. I like my cordon blues. You know what I'm saying? A little. Yeah, but- Cordon Blue Block. Oh, balls. yeah. People, so, Black Guy and a White Guy, one of the studio podcast listeners. There's a food truck called Locomotive. Now, it's my second favorite food truck. <coughs> What's your first? Maria Bonita. <coughs> well, that's right next to it, though. Yeah, yeah. But okay. that's my favorite. AK, Maria Bonita, Taste of Cabo, same people. Mm-hmm. Same delicious, delicious Mexican right. food. That green, that green salsa, salsa verde. Oh, verde. Oh, it's delicious. Boy. Woo! Shamalaya! Don't you mean Shimananaya? No, it's Shamalaya. That's Jambalaya. Nah, Jambalaya. Yeah, if there was a case. Are you, are you saying, are you trying to like say like hallelujah, but you're like Shimananaya? Yeah, that's Sh- it, man. Yeah, that's say it. Shimananaya. All right, cool. Yeah. Do your Cat Williams yeah. impression? Nah. All right. Just want to let you guys know, once again, we always appreciate you guys listening and watching, or not watching, but that will be coming down the pipeline very soon. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Please give us some feedback. What you guys want to hear, what you guys want to know about, what you, if you guys want us to punch each other in the face and like videotape that, let us know. Like us. 
white guy and a black guy. Ooh, back up. I'm first. The black guy and the white guy walking to the studio. Uh, let us know what you guys want to hear. We got some great content coming down in the fourth quarter. We're getting hyped up and amped up for the first quarter. And we definitely want to give you guys nothing but the quality, the best. Yeah, so with that being said, we got close to the podcast, but I got somewhere to be, I guess. Um, so yeah, check you guys next time on the black guy and the white guy going to the studio and hook up in the DMs. That's what we do now. All right. Well, we're out. We're out. Elliot's got to roll. He's literally got to go right now. <laughs> All right. Time is of the essence. Bye-bye, guys. This has been the podcast of Omaha, Nebraska. Featuring Elliot W. Harris and Pete Smith. This is it. You've been listening to a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio. Transmission terminated. Join us next time. And we'll blow your mind.